The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I am Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Epictetus, the Enchiridion, otherwise known as the Handbook, Chapter 50. And uh, he writes, Hold fast to the things herein proposed as if they were laws, as if it would be sacrilegious to transgress them. Pay no attention to what people say about you, for this is no longer yours. Okay, so why are we doing Epictetus? Uh, well... I had planned to do a Q&A episode uh, on Friday, as I mentioned, right? Uh, we've doing, been doing Q&As on Fridays for the last two Fridays, and I said that we would try and make that a thing. And I asked people to submit questions, and thankfully two people submitted two excellent questions. And uh, I've been thinking about the questions uh, ever since I got them earlier in the week and been planning this episode for uh, for tomorrow. And I had been planning to record it. Uh, I'd really been planning to record it this morning. This morning something came up, and... Uh, and um, I uh, I had changed my plans, and then I planned to record in the afternoon. Something came up in the afternoon, and then I planned to record it tonight uh, after I got home from my last year in yeshiva, which ended at nine fifteen tonight. Walked home, and found myself too tired to put together all the sources to record this episode. And I can't do it tomorrow because it's busy. And I just was sitting here thinking, like, oh no, I said that I would do Q and A episodes on Friday, and I'm not doing it. You know. I'm I'm skipping. That's bad. <laughs> and then I realized that's dumb. <laughs> I I actually associated to this uh, this Epictetus, you know, where he says about Stoic principles, they should hold fast to them as though they were laws, as though it would be a, uh, sacrilegious, yeah, sacrilegious to transgress them. See, I'm so tired, I can't even talk right now. Um, and uh, and I realized that I was treating this self-imposed routine as like a law that somehow it's bad to break. And, you know, I am a creature of habit. I do take pride in the habits and routines I establish and in the the benefits I reap from that. Um, and uh, and I, I think that's why I view this as a bad thing to deviate from this routine that I just started. And I again, I realize like, no, it is, there's a difference between a moral principle, which yeah, you should never deviate from, um, and a self-imposed routine, which is an artificial, you know, an artificial plan that you implement in order to achieve a a, a a goal in the real world. And since you're operating in the real world and you constructed the plan based on circumstances, then if those circumstances change, then like it might make sense to change the plan. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is there's a story that Rabbi Moskowitz, my Mishle Rebbe, told. Um, I believe it was about R- Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. And uh, I guess there was a time period where Rabbi Moskowitz was davening uh, every day in the same shul as Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. Um, and he said that Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky had a, uh, a pocket-sized Tanakh that he kept in his tallest bag. And he, after Shacharis every day, he would read... Um, I would do a certain, you know, uh, I don't know if it was a chapter, um, some sort of Yomi program, some sort of a, a chapter of, of, of Nach, and he would read it from his, uh, from, sorry, from Tanakh, and he would read it from his Tanakh every day. But then Rabbi Moskowitz says, but I noticed 
that he didn't have a Tanakh in his Shabbos talis bag. I guess he had a, a one talis for the weekday and one for Shabbos, and he didn't have a Tanakh in his Shabbos uh, talis bag. So what do you see from that? Rabbi Moskowitz said, you see from that that he wasn't neurotic about it. <laughs> and that that taught me a lesson, you know, that I was prone to uh, to to establishing these like these, you know, these habits as well. And I had done my fair share of Yomi programs, uh, many of which have failed. And and this advice always stuck in my head that that it's one thing to establish a good routine. It's another to become neurotic about it. And. Um, and you know, the first, the first approach of having a good routine is rational. Being neurotic about it is not. And that's why I really like in the book that I read and made a big deal about this, uh, earlier this year, Atomic Habits by James Clear. He has this rule, um, in, uh, this is on page 200, um, in the section entitled, uh, how to recover quickly when your habits break down. So he says, no matter how consistent you are with your habits, it is inevitable that life will interrupt you at some point. Perfection is not possible. Before long, an emergency will pop up, you get sick, or you have to travel for work, or your family needs a little bit more of your time. Whenever this happens to me, I remind myself of a simple rule. Never miss twice. If I miss one day, I try to get back into it as quickly as possible. Missing one workout happens, but I'm not going to miss two in a row. Maybe I eat an entire pizza, but I'll follow it up with a healthy meal. I can't be perfect, but I can't avoid a second lapse. As soon as one streak ends, I get started on the next one. The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. Missing once is an accident. Missing twice is the start of a new habit. Uh, this is a distinguishing feature between winners and losers. Anyone can have a bad performance, a bad workout, or a bad day at work, but when successful people fail, they rebound quickly. The breaking of a habit doesn't matter if the reclaiming of it is fast. So I'll tell you the truth. Um, and so again, I was applying this when I thought of this, I was applying this to this breaking of the habit of, um, of, uh, of the Q and a, which I, uh, which I started uh, two weeks ago, but truthfully, I actually was so tired tonight that I, I was considering just not recording an episode. And the thought of that was horrific to me. The thought that I would, I would take a day off when I was doing a daily podcast, like how dare I? Um, and, uh, and then I realized the absurdity of that. And, you know, I, I, I have taken days off. I mean, I've, I've taken days off really when yeshiva is off and I took days off during my break, but you know, and, and I didn't give myself a hard time about that because it was built into the calendar. But I realized, again, this whole thing exists in my head. Like no one is forcing me to do this podcast. And the whole th reason why I have kept this podcast up every day is I've enjoyed it and has not felt like a chore. Um, so like I uh, so, uh, you know, I, I again, I realized I was just I was being gotten by an impression, as Epictetus says. And, uh, and, and viewing this as somehow that it was bad uh, or something bad would happen or, or, you know, people would judge me if I did not upload an episode today. Um, and then I realized like, you know what, I might just take off next week for Pesach because it's going to be a busy week and, and I'm making my own schedule and maybe I'll do that also. And, and, you know, and, uh, and, you know, what are people going to say? Well, they're going to say whatever they want. If they actually value the podcast, they'll keep listening to it. This is not going to unhinge them from it. And if they don't value it, then, then like, you know, why would I value their listenership anyway? And why would they be listening anyway? So in other words, I'm, I, I realize how much I had just been talking this up in my head, this stupid decision to like force myself to do an episode that I didn't want to do or to force myself to like, or, or to get blown out of a uh, bent out of shape for not doing the episode. So in a clear, in a very, very Matt Schneeweiss fashion, uh, how did I end up resolving this? By making an episode tonight about the fact that I didn't want to make an episode tonight. 
Um, and that's that's how neurotic I am. Uh, but I figured, why let this little insight go to waste uh, when I can share it and also, uh, you know, uh, feed the neuroses? But I guess I'll end off by saying that uh, it's entirely possible that I will start my Pesach break early, and uh, and it's possible that this will be the last episode before, um, you know, for a while before. Uh, uh, I guess until after Pesach, until uh, Yeshiva resumes. Uh, um, so I, I did have things I wanted to do. I actually, you know, had been looking forward to Pesach all year for this podcast because, you know, there's a lot in Stoicism about slavery and freedom, which are major themes of Pesach. Um, and Epictetus, one of the main, you know, Stoic sages, was a slave. Uh, and so his his insights in particular uh, would, you know, would be useful for us. Truth is, I still might record uh, sporadic episodes, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, I'm going to tell myself that this is the end of the daily podcast for now, and between now and the end of Pesach, if I have the desire to make an episode, then I'll do it, and if not, then I won't, and uh, I'll see if I can stick with that. Uh, I guess wish me luck in not neurotically clinging to this daily schedule, um, and we'll see what happens. So. I hope that was a valuable real-world application slash failure to apply Stoic teachings. Uh, and uh, that is it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today and you would like to support my production of even more Torah content, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash The link is in the description. And maybe it's too early to talk about this, but um, I guess we're getting into the spring, which is close to the summer, which is close to next year. And, um, my, uh, I'm not sure what my entirely, my job situation is going to be for next year. And I'm also not sure what I'm going to be doing during the summer. So I'll tell you what I would like to do. I would love during the summer to not have to get, um, tutoring jobs, uh, to, you know, to pay the bills so that I could, uh, make content for, uh, for you. I would love to write blog posts, daily blog posts, <laughs> talk about another neurotic habit, daily blog posts that I've done every summer except for last summer when I started having to tutor during the summer. Um, and uh, I would like to continue podcast during the summer. I would like to give Shirim during the summer. Um, and, uh, you know, I, as far as I know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, not being paid during the summer for anything because, uh, you know, uh, unlike high school where where we got the pay, paycheck through, uh, you know, through the summer, then I don't think that that's happening. If it is, then I've not been informed of it yet. So um, I guess if you have been gaining from the content that um, I've been producing throughout the year, uh, then uh, maybe it's time for me to start, you know, uh, I'd like to start storing up for, to make it through the summer months. And, uh, and if you'd like to, um, you know, uh, uh, become a patron and you're not a patron yet, or if you want to increase your, your patronage just for a few months, then that would, that would definitely help me out to be able to continue making content for the summer. So thank you to my listeners for listening. And thank you to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.